Happy Tuesday and welcome back to episode 20 of Coco Studio Chats. I am so, so excited to be releasing today's episode. It is with someone that I have been following for quite a while now on Instagram. She is doing such a fascinating job that to me is kind of new in the space of Instagram and freelancing as a whole. So I'm really excited for you guys to hear about this. It's a bit different to my normal episodes. This one's all about health and wellness and you'll see what I mean when you get into it soon. Um, But before that, just a quick reminder, you might have seen on my Instagram that I am releasing two episodes per week moving forward on Coco Studio Chats. Every Tuesday we'll have a guest conversation and every Friday we'll have a solo episode with just me. So there will be a new episode dropping on Friday, so keep a lookout for that. If you have any ideas or recommendations or topics that you would like for me to discuss, please don't hesitate to reach out, send me a DM on my Instagram and let me know if there's anything in particular you'd like me to delve into. But other than that, let's get straight into the episode. Excited to be chatting with Maddie Truman on the podcast today. Maddie is a freelance recipe developer and food photographer based on the Gold Coast. She has worked with some pretty amazing Aussie brands from I Love Linen, Kind Curations, The Beach People, and even Village for Mama, creating recipes and images for their online content, which seems like a pretty cool job. I personally love watching her daily Instagram stories, just admiring her beautiful home on the Gold Coast, the gorgeous puppy, the daily walks in the forest. And personally, I'm such a fan of cooking. I don't know if people know this about me, but I love cooking. I'm like the chef of the house at home. So I just love also getting the behind the scenes of what it actually is to be a recipe developer. So Maddie, thanks so much for being on the podcast today. Hi, that was so lovely. (laughs) (laughs) So I am always so curious to know because a lot of people I have on the podcast kind of do, I would say, unconventional jobs. So when you meet someone for the first time, how do you actually explain to them what it is that you do? Oh, this is like a question that I dread so much when (laughs) I meet people because there are so many different things that I do and it's so hard to summarize Mm. in one. Yeah. Um, so generally my go-to is just saying I'm a recipe developer which doesn't help my cause a lot at all because then they're like oh what's that <laughs> um, so I just normally say that I develop recipes for books and brands and um, I generally leave it at that yeah but I, I bet in their minds they're like oh I want to know more like what does that I mean know <laughs> you can just direct them to this <laughs> podcast next time <laughs> I think, yeah, the worst is like filling out one of those forms where you have to say what your job is. I'm always mm. just like, I'm a cook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's so self-employed. True. I never even thought about yeah. those, those bloody forms. They can be a bit annoying for people so that are funny. self-employed, for sure. Yeah, definitely. So how did you kind of build this passion for cooking? Because obviously to do it every day, you have to be so passionate about it. So where did that all kind of stem from? Um honestly I can't pinpoint it I've always grown up in a family of people who love to cook especially on my mum's side um my mum is the most amazing cook she just does it for her passion as well and yeah she's amazing um 
and yet all of her side, my aunties, uncle, grandparents, um, everyone. So I grew up around a lot of food um, and sort of, yeah, I mean, my mum's always taught me how to cook. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's sort of where it started really. And it just became sort of ingrained in life and it never felt different. Like I always had really, really nice lunches at school and people would always comment on it and I would like swap them out for their like really boring lunches and um, this makes total looking sense. back this makes total yeah, sense. Looking, looking back now I'm like oh my gosh I can't believe I did that like I'd have these amazing lunches from my mom so yeah yeah oh that's, that's beautiful yeah growing up in a household that kind of values that beautiful home-cooked I guess meal and even just the process of everyone being in the kitchen and like doing it together I'm sure that in itself would have such a big influence on you yeah, absolutely. My parents really put a lot of emphasis on um, having dinners around the table. It would always be big share style dinners that would serve ourselves and heaps of different, you know, veggies and salads and beautiful meats. And um, that was sort of like, no matter how busy our day was, we would all come together and share a big meal. And that's just such a lovely tradition. Yeah, that's amazing for that to always kind of be a constant, important thing in your family. That's beautiful. Um, how did yeah. you, I guess, how did you get to where you are now, where you work for yourself? Um, has it kind of always been like that from day one or what has your career pathway been like? Um, it's actually just such an unconventional story and I still don't really know what I'm doing or how I am where I am now. But um, I always have worked in hospitality, more or less. My first job was actually at a health food store and juice bar, which is just so funny um I was there for about four years and I loved that and then after that I moved I think when I was 18 I first started um managing cafes and starting helping with the startup of them which I really loved I learned a lot about systems and um I guess recipe development and menu development there as well um yeah so that was really great and then I just moved into I started working um, as a pastry chef, I did my apprenticeship. Um, I didn't quite finish that yet, but I will. And yeah, I, I got basically the whole thing that happened was that I got really unwell for a few months. Okay. Um, I think it was just, yeah, you know, it was just, I was in a really stressful workplace. Um, and I think that probably contributed to it a lot. And so one day my partner, Joe, just said to me, like, I want you to leave. I want you to leave the workplace and I want you to just take a few months and, you know, don't stress about working for a few months, just find your feet again. Mm. So that's what happened. And I'm not very good at doing nothing. So I got a bit bored and started documenting more cooking um, in that time. And one day I just decided to sort of send out a whole lot of emails to some companies that I really liked um, and I sort of just had to fake it. And I said, hi, I'm a recipe developer. Um, you know, I'd love to create a recipe for you. I'm just starting out. And about, uh, I probably emailed about 10 people and about six of them got back and said, yep, sure, absolutely. We'll send you some product and you can do it. Um, and I just thought that was the best thing ever at the time. Like create, sure. I'd get like a block of chocolate and I'd create a <laughs> recipe with it. And it was just so funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's where it started. And then from there, I got a few bigger jobs and a few contracts. And 
you know, signed myself up as um, a business owner and it's been like ever since. That's amazing. It's like a very organic growth. And that's so cool that you put yourself out there and reached out to all these companies. Like I can imagine that would have been quite scary to put yourself out there like that. I think at the time I just thought like I've got nothing to lose. I'm not really doing a lot apart from just like taking care of myself at the moment. And so, yeah, I mean, I haven't always been that confident at all. Like I definitely have that fear of rejection, but I'm pretty glad I did that to be honest because that was a bit out of character at the time. And mm. yeah, I had I had already created a few recipes for um, a couple of friends just through Instagram but I wouldn't have called myself like a recipe developer then. It was more of just like, I enjoy cooking. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little bit hard when it's like this passion of yours and then it kind of becomes your business and you're like, oh, this is like my title now. Like I need to change everything and start kind of making this yeah. official. Yeah, pretty much. And like signing up for an ABN being like, I'm a, I'm a cook, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is what I am. There's not really, yeah, there's not, I guess, many people, well, I haven't seen that many people doing what you're doing in the sense that you work for yourself and you work alone and you're still able to work with such amazing and, you know, big companies around Australia, which is just so, so cool. Do you think that um, Instagram has had like a pretty big part in kind of getting your name out there and building this kind of reputation for yourself? Honestly, I'd probably give it all to Instagram. Like, oh, I'm wow. not sure. Um, but sort of that's where a lot of it started and that's where I started sharing stuff. I originally thought I wanted to do a food blog, but I, I do read food blogs, just not really religiously. And I just felt like I had more of an engaged audience on Instagram. And um, that's where I get the most feedback and sort of find out what people want to see more of in terms of recipes and that's where a lot of these brands will come across my page and yeah so I'd probably say a lot of it has to do with Instagram yeah for sure I mean every time I ask that question to people I've had on the past it's it is always the same answer and it's exactly what you've just said that you know without Instagram it's almost like a bit of a question mark like would I be where I am today without this platform that's allowed me to kind of broadcast my brand to thousands and thousands of people like it's just it's a pretty beautiful thing if if you ask me yeah absolutely so for someone like you I am always so curious what does like your average day look like day-to-day tasks can you run us through like a typical day in your life yes so every day is so different um yeah so aside from recipe development I do a few other things sort of under my business so I do a lot of um caring for a specific contract that I have uh I love that I really just love that it keeps me really creative and yeah that really gets me out of bed some days and then on the side of that I also do a little bit of baking not so much now but I was selling baking for a long time in 2020 uh, oh, I remember so I those, to, the blondies, yeah, right? <laughs> blondies, yeah, they were so great. I would have loved to have done that in this sort of latest outbreak, but my commercial kitchen that I use is over the border, so I haven't had access oh, to it. I see, um, yeah. 
for a few months so mm-hmm. I do really miss that I'm hoping mm-hmm. I can get back into that soon uh but in terms of the recipe development stuff so I just take each day as it comes I do plan my weeks out but so much of it is to do with having motivation and mm. like keeping those creative cylinders firing is hard sometimes so sometimes I'll find that I'll have like a day where I'm productive for 15 hours and some days I'll just get a little gap in the afternoon where I have that like motivation mm. to create something so I just I sort of just go with the flow on that and sometimes if I'm not feeling super motivated I'll sit in my bed and I'll do emails for a couple of hours and at least I'm still moving forward and doing something um but that was a sidetrack so to answer your question I normally will get up get my exercise out of the day uh, out of the way for the day that helps so much uh and then I normally like to do emails for the first one or two hours of the day yeah I just try and if I'm productive in the morning then I'll just stay completely on top of that and I'll find myself working until like 9 p.m at night Mm. Uh, sometimes like I said I'm only productive in the afternoon so I normally have a list of recipes that I need to smash out in a week and I can manage my time so sometimes I'll do all the prep on one day and then make and shoot over two days or um you know prep shoot prep shoot prep shoot so it really just depends depends on the week Uh, and that's the thing with working for yourself it's like it's never really structured like you really have to be the one that's putting the structure into the week um and like you said you have to have so much motivation I was literally talking to my sister about this just the other day because she works for herself as well and we were saying like without motivation and without the passion it's just impossible to to keep yourself on board and keep moving forward so it's just such an important important thing to have for sure yeah absolutely especially when I'm just answering to myself like in the past when I have worked under someone I can just be productive 24 7 because I'm answering to them but sometimes when I'm answering to myself that is really hard Mm. um, to keep that sort of energy alive so yeah normally exercise in the morning breakfast do emails I'm such a list person I love to plan my day out Mm -hmm. um I just write list after list and I love crossing stuff off that's a really big thing for me yeah Yeah, I'm like you should see my my planner and everything it's just color coordinated it's amazing yeah um so generally in a day yeah so at the moment I'm working on a project um I'm doing a second edition for a book I previously worked on so I've got about 15 recipes that I need to get through so today I'll probably do five of those I spent last week drafting all of those um so that element of the work is done and today I just need to do the first trial so I'll trial five recipes taste it the client lives locally so I also get her to taste it and then you know I'll figure out where it needs to change and maybe tomorrow I'll um retrial those and then yeah yeah. Them up, that take is some so, photos and send that off. That is so handy that obviously when you have local clients, you can get them to taste the recipe like that. Didn't even cross my mind before about that whole side of things. So what would you usually do if your client wasn't local? 
well, generally, normally it's just up to them. They'll cook it and they'll taste it. And if they want to provide any feedback, then I'll take that on and change it. Um, I do only really have one client who I have that close relationship with that's local and she'll pop over to my house and try it, yep. which is really nice. Mm. Um, yeah, so generally it's up to them to to make it. Or, or to a lot of them, like a lot of the brands, they just trust me that it'll be good. And mm. um, yeah. It just depends. Every client relationship is so different. Yeah, for sure. Um, and as you've just mentioned, you do work with some pretty cool brands. As I mentioned at the beginning, from companies like I Love Linen and The Beach People, Kind Curations, those are all such awesome partnerships. And that's just to name a few. Um, how do you get partnered with such cool brands? So most of those brands are based around the Gold Coast or even just over the border or even in Brisbane um, and pretty much all of them have actually reached out to me wow, and we so have created cool. a recipe from there yeah which is just I'm so grateful for that because I love working with them I've developed really close relationships with all of those brands and um, it's just such a wonderful thing I love creating for them and I love sharing that uh, with other people I haven't reached out to many brands recently but if there is ever anyone that I think I'd really align with I just email them a proposal and the worst thing that they can say is no or you know I can follow up in a year's time when maybe they've changed their marketing or mm. anything like that I just yeah if I'm inspired by someone or you know they have a similar aesthetic to me then I just think why not mm. Yeah. You know, the worst thing they can say is no and rejection is just a part of life. And yeah, like I said before, like often they don't say no, they just say go for it. Yeah, they love it. And it gives Which them amazing. more and I build, content. Yeah, and I, I build strong relationships with them from there. I've got a few brands that I work with on a regular basis. So I'll do a recipe for them um, as part of a partnership every four weeks or six weeks or some of them even every few months um, and we can plan those out in the calendar year which is really great as well because I can tie that in with all of my other work mm. um, yeah what would your what, what would your advice be to someone who wants to be working with those kind of brands or kind of you know national brands would that kind of be your advice you know is to reach out and just to put yourself out there and see what can come from it yeah, so I get these questions a lot in my DMs and my advice is always just to start creating with no, nothing in mind. So just produce work that you love and really aligns with your personal brand. And then Instagram or wherever you're posting acts as a portfolio and you can easily say, this is my page. I really think that our, you know, aesthetics or ethos or anything align would you like to create? And at the start, I was offering first recipes completely free of charge. Like I bought the ingredients, everything. Yeah. Um, because yeah, it is my passion. I didn't mind doing that. Now it's just sort of a different story, but mm. um, yeah, that would be my advice is compile a dream list and you don't need to sit down and email them all in one day, but even just writing it down is sort of manifesting that you want to work with them. Like I've got some brands that I remember thinking years ago, like, oh, it'd be so cool to do something with them one day. And now it's just a normal part of my life. Mm. So, 
yeah that would be my advice yeah you know it's not going to take off straight away and it's not going to be yeah you know not everyone's going to say yes but it's not a no forever and you can try again in six months time or a year's time yeah I love that and I love how you said to kind of you know be posting on Instagram putting yourself out there and showing off your work you know no matter what industry you are if you love cooking like Maddie does or if you're a graphic designer like me or even a photographer whatever it is just putting your work out there on Instagram in the first place kind of without any expectations of what can come from it and doing it purely from passion I think if that's your attitude it's just the calm is all going to come back to you and it's going to be pretty pretty amazing yeah and you do need to be passionate about it and it does Mm. need to be your own style you know you won't you won't get anywhere and it won't be as fulfilling for you if you're copying someone else or, you know, trying to have a style that doesn't resonate with you personally. I think it's really important that you mm. just, you know, people love, it's the amazing thing about all of these, um, you know, marketing teams of brands and stuff is that they just love things that align with a person. They're not looking for something that's a particular aesthetic or a particular anything they just want to work with people for their own creativity and individuality Mm. so yeah I think that's important to remember as well is that just to develop your own style and it takes a while to develop that style and you know even sometimes I'll do work that I think oh that wasn't really me or that didn't really feel like something that Mm. I would normally do Um, so yeah it takes a while it's a learning process for sure just experimenting and developing that over time it's I mean it's one of the it's one of the awesome like the best parts of the whole journey I think as well I totally agree and you know it's so fun to look back on how far you've come sometimes (laughs) and like look back at something and it you can it's definitely cringy when you look back at something when maybe you weren't as experienced and you think like oh my gosh I can't believe I did that Mm. but people don't know any better you know that's just your own inner self-doubt talking Mm. so yeah (laughs) and when you get the chance to work with brands to kind of create a recipe for them do they kind of give you creative direction and full creative control or do they give you like a bit of a brief as to what they are after uh about 50 50 so a lot of brands will just message and say we'd love a, a recipe and that's it and then I just go from there sometimes for myself I like to just gauge a little bit of more of what they're after so I might Mm. come up with five different ideas and email that to them or I might say hey are you after baking or do you want more of a main meal or sometimes they'll ask their audience I've noticed a few of them have done some of those sort of polls on Instagram saying like sweet or savory and Mm. things like that Um, and then other times a brand will come and say hey we really want a plant-based cake or something along those lines uh it also depends on maybe the time of year so if it's mother's day or valentine's day i might do something a bit sweeter and uh like that or christmas time it'll obviously be more Christmassy. but yeah most of them even if they have an idea they'll let me take total creative control over how that actually comes to life yeah that is so nice that's like the best feeling when yeah. someone gives you like the full creative control and says you know just do what you can but at the same time I can totally see how especially in your field 
it would be a bit tricky if they kind of give you no parameters at all because like you said it's like is it savory is it sweet is it like a snack is it a main like so I can't yeah, imagine like how, hard, how hard they want it for the, yeah. their audience you yeah. know so do they want a really easy recipe for like a, a midweek meal or do they want something a bit nicer to make on the weekend and yeah I definitely gauge that uh if I don't have an existing relationship with the brand I can normally pick up on um, what they want if I've worked with them on a few recipes before mm. and now that I think about it as well I'm assuming that the type of brands that would come to you because obviously you when you go on on your Instagram you give up like a very healthy whole food vibe you know that's kind of what your cooking revolves around so I'm guessing that when brands come to you they are kind of expecting that sort of God, I don't, even, I don't even know what the terminology is for the cooking industry, but that kind of vibe from that you, sort like, of whole food cooking, yeah. yeah. And and that's that's what I was touching on earlier about developing your own style. Mm. You know, that's that's my style, and I absolutely appreciate all other types. I I love looking on blogs of these amazing, you know, traditional cakes or even I don't know other other things like that. But it's not my style, so I just stick to that yeah I guess a lot of it revolves around sort of fresh food and seasonal food and locally grown food Mm. Um, I'm actually so so excited to go into this with you because I know that you are a local farmer's market gal you go like more than once a week I think generally once a week but sometimes I'll go more than that yeah if there's something on and I have the opportunity I'll definitely go (laughs) (laughs) so why is it important for you to shop from your local farmer's market instead of Coles or Woolies like probably most of us do (laughs) uh I definitely there's no shame in shopping at Coles and Woolies I definitely (laughs) do pick up a few things here and there but I love the farmer's market so much this is something that I've always like honestly when I was like 14 and going to the farmer's market with mom it was my dream day (laughs) so funny so Um, (laughs) so again this one probably honestly comes from my parents they are Mm. so passionate about locally grown food especially my mom she sort of always taught me to like she's like well why are we buying this that's made overseas when there's an alternative in Australia Mm. or you know like why why are we eating x fruit that's come from I don't know the U.S. when we grow them like down the road that just doesn't make sense that's food miles and it's not as fresh and like it's not supporting locally and so that's where it started but I I think there's just so many pros of going to the farmer's market like number one you're only eating if you're going to a market that isn't just buying or if you're going to a store that isn't just buying their food in from, you know, the major suppliers, if it's a locally grown store, you're buying, eating only what's in season, which is just how it should be. And it's, mm. yeah, that's just so great for you. Generally, you can find ingredients and produce that you might not find at the supermarket. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's imperfect, which is great. You don't need to always eat a perfect looking apple or a perfect looking <laughs> um banana I don't know where we sort of came across that like idea that our food needs to look perfect Mm. it's just bizarre um you're supporting local farmers you're developing those relationships I love 
I know pretty much all of the stallholders that I buy from now and I know exactly, you know, they run farm tours. It's amazing. You can see how much effort and love is actually put into um, what they grow and, and the practices that they use to grow it. That and then, so nice. Yeah, and I mean, it's cheaper too. Like we buy all organic food and we go home with two baskets full of it and it's like a fraction of what I'd spend um, elsewhere. So. Mm. Yeah, I love it and I love the experience. I love my Saturday mornings or Wednesday mornings where I go really early. I love to go first thing, um, you know, get my coffee and discover something new and have those conversations. And yeah, I feel so grateful when I go home with all this amazing produce and fill up my fridge for the week with it. Oh, that is so lovely. I absolutely love that and it's actually a goal of mine to go to the farmer's market. I have a local one like five minutes down the road from me um, and I've been wanting to do it. I don't know what is like stopping me from doing it but I, you can keep me accountable. I will definitely start will. doing it more often and I can definitely see like the appeal to it. Like it's just such a fun vibe. I did used to go to one a few years ago and everyone's got their dogs and it's like families everywhere and it's such such good vibes I love it yeah and it's such a nice habit to get into mm. as well I drag um Joe my fiance out of bed every Saturday morning and <laughs> he loves that but you know he does actually really enjoy it and mm. you know sometimes we'll get like a breakfast there or um yeah it's so nice and it's nice it's, it's done for the week you don't have to worry about mm produce and you get to eat a wider variety which is great for you to have lots of variety in your diet of different uh, fruit and veggies so mm. yeah love that I love it it's a big part big part of my week <laughs> yeah for sure and obviously the great thing about it is you can come home with all of these as you said whole foods um, I would love to get kind of your thoughts on this and everything obviously for people that might not know what you mean by whole foods can you firstly kind of explain what that is and also why, in your opinion, people should aim to incorporate that into their diets? Yeah, so whole foods are literally just that. Like mm. they're whole foods. <laughs> they're not processed. Yeah. They're, you know, they're not, yeah, basically not processed. They're not made into another food product that's then packaged. Um you can find most of it at the farmer's market. You know, our farmer's market has a great bulk food sort of grain area where you can buy your rice and your beans and that sort of thing. But um, if not, you know, you can use the local bulk food store or anywhere else like that. Um, it's just about eating things, I guess, more simply and just, yeah, it's hard to explain other than just eating a whole food. Mm. So you're not buying something that's made into a protein bar or, you know, I, I definitely do that too if I'm short on time or on the run. I think it is so, so good for everyone to kind of avoid as much as they can anything that is packaged and processed. And, I mean, you can just never go wrong with something that's just coming straight from the earth, you know, like that's kind of how it should be. And I, I totally agree with your kind of philosophy around that and I think that's like a huge reason as to why I love your Instagram because I love discovering more whole food recipes it's just it's great oh <laughs> thank you yeah it's it's just simple and your body um you know absorbs that better as well and it's amazing how many different 
meals you can get from just a few veggies or grains or Mm. spices or you know anything mixed together um you don't need to have all of the other stuff and I just don't know when it became such a norm in society that things like numbers in food are normal or that sort of thing when it's so easy to make that ourselves numbers what do you mean by numbers you know like additives and colors and oh right yeah you know you read the back of the packet and it's like so it's just so bizarre Mm. I just it really baffles me that you know even a product like sourdough which is just bread and uh, sorry flour and water and salt some people find that really a strange thing that people eat but buy a bread that has like 50 different lab grown ingredients it's just yeah it's always really baffled me so I hope we see a shift in that yeah in the future yeah for sure I love that one thing I wanted to ask you as well is finding creativity when you're coming up with a new recipes I think this is something that a lot of people struggle with again no matter what industry you're in being able to come up with creativity when you work for yourself and maybe you're working with someone who hasn't given you a whole lot of parameters to work around. What is kind of your, I guess, rituals when you're lacking a bit of creativity or like how do you come up with, you know, how do you even come up with all of these recipe ideas? Like is there any kind of thing that you like to draw inspiration from? Yeah, so that creative block is definitely something that I struggle with, especially if I'm really busy. It's it's really hard to find that sort of spark that makes you feel, yeah, creative, I guess. Um, I draw a lot of inspiration. I've got a really big cookbook collection. It's probably a little excessive, but <laughs> I love just sitting down with a cup of tea or something like that and just flicking through them and writing out um, ideas that's a big one for me I think you have to be pretty like mentally clear in order to come up with new ideas constantly you know I'm trying to come up with 30 different recipe ideas a week at the moment oh that's my God. that can be really really hard <laughs> um, I do have a running I do have a running list I've got um, like a word document on my laptop that I just jot down even just different flavor combinations or um anything broad that I can then just go and draw inspiration from when I really have a block Mm. Um, I love going out to eat I love getting ideas for meals when I'm out Um, but yeah I think the biggest thing is that you do need to stay really mentally fit in order to not have your mind full of other stuff and you know when you're thinking about a million things at once you don't have room to be thinking about like a new I don't know breakfast recipe Mm. idea that's really hard so yeah exercise is a big one for me as long as I'm exercising every morning I can generally sit down straight after afterwards when the endorphins are still high and come up with all different ideas so yeah I love that I love what you said about being mentally fit that is like it's literally so great it's such a simple thing to say but it is so true and it's so much easier said than done but yeah yeah, and it is really handy for me to have that running list to fall back on when I just can't think of anything because, like, you do have a lot of flexibility working for yourself in terms of time, but there is still deadlines that you need to have things done by. So mm. it's not really realistic for me to, you know, say, oh, I, I won't do anything new for two weeks or something like that, even though sometimes I would love to just <laughs> do that. <laughs> yeah. 
And in terms of drawing inspiration as well on the same kind of topic, are there any people that inspire you in your field that you just, you know, go on their Instagram or go on their YouTube or whatever it is and just kind of get totally inspired? Oh, there's so many. I can't think of all of them off the top of my head, but I definitely save a lot of recipes or a lot of, not even recipes, just photos of food um, on Instagram saved folders and on Pinterest and things like that. I love Donna Hay. Mm-hmm. That's just so generic, <laughs> but I just think she is amazing. Some Australian of my favorite icon. cookbooks, but oh, she's just like, she's just, yeah, she's the OG. She's she really just something else. Um, she brought out a series of magazines, maybe, oh, I don't even know. I'd say maybe five or six years ago that you could just buy at the supermarket. And they are probably my most used oh, wow. resource. Like I've got all these amazing cookbooks and I just come back to these magazines which I've just thrashed um but yeah she's just got so many beautiful things there's a chef called Ottolenghi he's amazing I draw lots of inspiration from him um there's yeah there's heaps on Instagram I can't think of any off the top of my head but I often do share their stuff so yeah yeah for sure Um, I don't know if you follow um Elsa's wholesome life but it's just coming to me now she literally did a video the other day all about her uh, her recipe developing process did you see that I haven't watched it yet but I I should she lives near me I often see her at cafes and things like that around me amazing Um, yes she she's so inspiring she is definitely amazing and that video is definitely one to watch I love seeing other people's processes because I I just made mine up and hope for the best (laughs) um it's <laughs> it's so nice to see what other people do and you know yeah. try streamline my own my own processes yeah and I feel like it would be so nice to see someone obviously like Ellie who's got such a big following and who's such a prominent YouTuber kind of like put out videos and content that relates to obviously what you're doing about recipe developing because there's not a lot of I guess quote-unquote influences that do share that niche type of content so I remember watching that video and just thinking this is such cool content for anyone like you who do this as a job you know that can watch this and kind of see how she does it and get inspiration from it so yeah I think it's awesome that she puts out that content definitely yeah I mean there's there's room for everyone at the table I often will get messages saying like oh you might not want to share but can you just like tell me how to start off doing this I'm like of course I want to share like mm. you know everyone's got their own style it's not like our, our work is really saturated with all these people there's not a lot of recipe developers no um, not especially there, yeah so for sure I think yeah there's a spot at the table for everyone yeah the more the better I love that um before we wrap up I would love to know what are your goals moving forward where do you see yourself like is there anything fun happening in the works just anything happening I would love to know um my goals moving forward I am so happy doing what I'm doing right now so I just want to continue working with um all these really amazing brands and even private clients I've been um developing a few recipes for like ebooks and online programs and stuff and I just love doing that Mm. um I always have my own books on the go I haven't actually released any of them yet but I will get to a point where you know I do that your own cookbooks (laughs) um 
my own yeah well I've got a couple of ebooks on the go at the moment and then eventually I will bring out my own hopefully a hardcover book yeah oh that would be so Um, amazing yeah I'm developing a really fun product at the moment which should come out in the next couple of months I've been dropping some sort of hints on Instagram it's most people have got it right by now but it's something that you can drink so I'm really excited for um, that to come out it's yeah it's going to be amazing we've been working on it for quite a while and I think it'll be really great it's a nice ritual to add into your morning amazing Um, is that your first product yeah it'll be my first product I am actually working with someone else on it so yeah she is really amazing I've I've worked with her on other projects in the past and um yeah this one's been really really fun to work on so I can't wait it's like it's I'm the worst person keeping something like of my own <laughs> secret so that's been really hard but yeah I bet. yeah I'm excited for people to have that in their hands in the future and to see where that goes because yeah that's amazing well thank you so much for chatting with us on the podcast today this has been such I guess a different episode to what I usually do but I have loved talking about kind of more wellness and you know health related things because as I said at the start of the episode I am definitely a lover of food and cooking my dad is like the most amazing chef in the world to my in in my opinion of course um so Everyone's definitely parents, I know what you mean <laughs> <laughs> of course of course so yeah growing up in like a house where you know good food was such an important thing I think um it's something that a lot of people I think should kind of prioritize so it was really awesome getting to chat to you about especially you know cooking with whole foods and all of that kind of stuff I think it's a really really great message to get out there and to encourage more people to do it's something that I've kind of more recently gotten into and um it's something that I definitely want to keep trying to do more of because I really do think it's awesome so where oh, can people so nice <laughs> where can people find you on Instagram on the online world yeah so I am on Instagram at Maddie Truman M-A-D-D-Y-T-R-U-E-M-A-N um I have just been sharing everything there at the moment. I do have a website in the works, but that's the best place to find me right now. And a lot of my recipe features you can find in my link tree, which is in my bio. Um, Yeah, that's where I share everything and keep everyone up to date. Amazing. Thank you so much again for everyone who is listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, please, please, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean the world to me. And if you want to find me on Instagram, my Instagram handle is at coco.studio and add a few underscores to that and you will find me. I am on the gram and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.